the African Storyteller podcast showcases the storytellers behind Africa's leading broadcast productions. From film and TV to sports and the arts, join us as we go behind the scenes to tell the stories of these content creators. Children make the best storytellers, partly because their comedic timing is perfect. They have no filters and tell it like it is. But children also make great storytellers because there's something about childhood that makes us feel like we are the center of an ever-evolving adventure. The world around us is huge. We meet new people, see new places, and discover new things daily. The possibilities are endless. And yes, there's disappointment heartbreak, and even trauma in our childhood. Things happen to us that shape us in unimaginable ways. But those who have the last laugh are the people who take the total of their childhood experiences and make a choice to form it into something new and beautiful. People like Mainala Silondwa, Nikita Mohware, Jonathan Kapumba, Emmanuel Gonzalez, Joshua Kafumkache, and the other 15 students who make up the inaugural class of MTF Southern Africa Academy. People like them. Perhaps even people like you and I. This episode is Children Make the Best Storytellers. There's something very powerful about taking experiences that you have gone through yourself, taking your own childhood, your own trauma, your own triumphs and putting that onto a screen and watching it being retold and almost going through the exact same memories that you're seeing on screen. And there's something so cathartic about that. Nikita Mohare had an interesting childhood. She grew up in Botswana, Zimbabwe, England, South Africa and Zimbabwe again before finding her way back to Botswana. Her nomadic childhood came with many blessings and also set back. Moving around a lot growing up uh, helped give me, it, it helped expose me to so many different environments and so many different like family members of mine, different perspectives, different people. Um, and unfortunately, it also led to one of my biggest weaknesses, which is only being able to speak English. So apparently I knew Sitsona and Debele before I went to England. And then I don't know what they did to me there, but I never ever knew another language except English after that. And it became quite a huge issue um, for me growing up. She didn't know it then, but that so-called setback would become the catalyst drawing her into a whole new world, the world of drama, a world shared by others like her. So I was born in a small town called Kabwe. Um, it's often referred to as a ghost town or a dead town. Not much happens there and it's more famous for the fact that people drive through it to get to more exciting towns. <laughs> That's Mainala Silondwa from Zambia. A young woman whose childhood was the complete opposite to Nikita's. When I was very young, I think as early as 13 months old, my father um, had this camcorder that he would record home videos on. And um, it was just like very taste observing life. Uh, my brother was quite a dramatic child. 
<laughs> but I think that's as a result of my father. My father's quite musical and artistic, um, even though he um, did accounting and he's also an ordained pastor. Um, but yeah, so I had that, the a camera in my face as early as even before I could walk or talk. And uh, from time to time, as I grew older, my dad would ask me and he'd, he'd say, Mainala, tell us a story. And um, I would. Once upon a time, a really, really long time ago. I've always been a storyteller. I started off when I was, I think, 12, 12, 12, 13. I wrote my first novel. I started off by writing fiction novels and I wrote three. Then, because I wanted to make movies, I taught myself how to write screenplays. Also, both, both of my parents are cinephiles, complete cinephiles. I mean, imagine a seven-year-old child sitting in front of a TV screen watching Schindler's List. Because of my parents and because of the, the taste that they have for films, I grew up watching classics and great, great films. They say the stories we hear as children shape our lives more than the exams we study for. Imagine being seven-year-old Joshua Kafumkache. Imagine the conversations you have on the playground with your friends. Leaders are born out of stories, and good stories shape leaders. Having a story to tell is one thing. Having the skills to tell it, that's another story altogether. We have barely scratched the surface of the African story, and this is, I think, the, the way we're going to start scratching that surface and actually beginning to see what the African story is. Because Africa, through trainings like this, through young people, will tell the story that will make, I think, humanity richer. So we always talk about um, that we're the best African storytellers. We speak about there's not enough local content. So we're the best people to fix that problem other than ourselves, you know, and that's what this MTF is really about. So it's a, it's a, a corporate social value that's shared, right? Um, yeah, and that's what MTF is about. So we have to fill that gap of, create, of, of um, igniting Africa's creative industry. And MTF is really about that. The Multi-Choice Talent Factory is a shared value initiative. It provides a platform for the creative industries to develop their talent and engage with one another. Board Chair Mulenga Kapwepwe and Multi-Choice Southern Africa Regional Director Nico Shiburi believe there are plenty of opportunities for telling the best African stories and also gaps. The MTF Academy is a 12-month accredited film boot camp combining film studies with workplace experience within local production houses. MTF Southern Africa offered 20 emerging filmmakers from Zambia, Malawi, Botswana, Angola, Zimbabwe, Mozambique and Namibia an opportunity to grow in television production through accredited skills development. Were you made for film? Does your tongue speak in stories? Do your ears prickle like a bull mic? And does your heart beat like a clapperboard? If you were made for film, then we want you. Musola Catherine Kasaketi is Zambia's first female professional film director. Throughout the academy, 
students had access to mentors like Musola, an accomplished broadcaster and MTF Academy director, Barry Luando, amongst others. My cry is always to produce quality products as young people, as filmmakers. Because most of the time when we produce products, especially us, Zambia, when we mention Zambia because I've been in the industry for a long time, I fight over the quality of the product. So looking at that, I can imagine the quality of the product that is going to come out. I read some of the scripts, even the final scripts I went through because I took a class at one point. So I'm excited and I want to see the quality. And that quality is going to inspire other people so that other people will learn. Real life practical experience from veterans, coupled with academic backup. Vice Chancellor of the University of Zambia, Professor Luke Mumba. And so we are very, very happy as University of Zambia to have played a role in this and we're looking forward to even bigger things to come because my department of media and mass communications are now taking this thing further by developing a new curriculum, a degree program uh, in cinematography, in film, in acting. So we are very, very excited. During the year-long film boot camp, the MTF Southern Africa class of 2019 produced two feature films which premiered in local cinemas and were broadcast on DSTV's Zambezi Magic Channel. Savannah Skies is a romantic drama conceptualized and written by Ludmila Mero and Muchemwa Sinkala. Directed by Joshua Kafumkache, the film is set around a young woman who, in an attempt to save her father, is forced into marriage. It's taken me a long time to express my feelings for you. Amoya. What's wrong? I have bad news. I want the peaceful. Where do you think you're going? Joshua, the Zambian director, and DOP Jonathan Kapumba from Malawi were kept on their toes throughout the entire process. Um, working at Savannah Skies has been fun because uh, we were given a tight schedule and also um, we had no space to like write storyboards and whatnot. We did them on set. So it was very exciting because every time we're working, the AD could, would always come and wake us up so that we should uh, start off for that particular schedule. For me, it's really, it's really huge because I get, sometimes I think to myself, how many people, how many first-time directors or first-time filmmakers can say that they had their first film premiered at a big cinema? How many people can say that their first film is going to be on a channel? Not many, you know. And when I think about that and I realize how much I'm at an, an advantage, you know. I'm just, it's, it's a really amazing, amazing experience. An experience echoed by Emmanuel Mwape of Zambia, who hustled his way toward his childhood dream of being a filmmaker and won Best Short Film at the 2019 Mojo Italia Film Festival. Um, I'm, very, I'm very much excited. Let me point out again, because I'm coming from a background where I'm coming from, I'm coming from those shanty, deep shanty compounds where we have dreams of making films. We used to make films in, in packages and say, okay, my friend, you should bring me a meal, I'll bring a chicken. 
let's put our resources together, we'll make a film. But when I came to the Mount Chester factory, it was all different because we are working on we are working on budgets, budgets that you are able to see, not budgets that you'll be thinking of. So okay, I think by tomorrow I think we are going to have this. We're going to we're going to have this. Other than, and also showing the films on the on the platform like Zambezi Magics and also and also Showmark is is something that is that is so big to me. Because not all filmmakers have an opportunity to have a, to have a film on a bigger platform such as, uh, such as Showmax. The other film to premiere on Zambezi Magic is The Painting, a film directed by Emmanuel Gonzalez and conceptualized and written by Nikita Mohware, the one whose language limitations kept her disconnected, even from her own family. It's the story of a pregnant abstract painter who is struggling to sell her work due to them not being African enough. One morning, she discovers a painting of a woman in her house and a wave of terror is unleashed. We still have, as Africans, um, as Southern Africans, as Motswanas, we still have so many stories to tell and we have so many different ways to tell them. And that's what excites me. That's what excites me about this because this film is a horror and Africans don't do well with horrors. And we all assumed that Zambezi Magic wouldn't choose it. And they chose it. And it really got back to what this other um, facilitator said when he said, good stories don't follow money. Money follows good stories. And it really gave me so much confidence that maybe the stories I want to tell want to be heard and maybe I can tell them in a way that people will want to keep hearing them. If you're doing a double take, don't worry. You heard correctly, an African horror story. Mm. Madam, I don't know about this one. It's got a bad spirit. I can feel it underneath my heart. I would like to submit this painting as my application into the Southern African Art Exhibition. She got her nickname Croc of the Rock because she was a mean old lady. Her idea of protecting the family became like punishment. Every night I cry to our ancestors to help me help her. Nightmares on Zambezi Street aside, the Southern African film industry is not a new kid on the block and is a top destination for wildlife documentaries. But there's still work to be done to take it to the next level. And this academy has not been child's play for the students. Graduate Nobea Mapfoche and MTF Academy Director Barry Lwando can attest to that. Well, uh, the whole program was really uh, st stuck structured in a way that it really breaks you down mentally, emotionally and physically. It really like deprograms everything that you have learned and it instills the right adequate knowledge that you need to survive in the industry as a filmmaker. 
We've had them for a year. It's been an intense time. Uh, we've had uh, moments where the fog descended. We couldn't see the finishing line. There were moments where it lit up. The sun was bright. The finishing line looked like it was almost there. And then there were moments where the, re the reality dawned that at one point you've got to let them turn from pupa to butterfly and let them fly away. And sadly, that moment is upon us today. So today I, they become the butterfly and I'm supposed to release them. But it's been a roller coaster of a ride. All of it good. From pupa to butterfly, from a childhood dream to an adult reality. It's graduation night for the class of Southern Africa 2019, and the hard work has paid off. In addition to the myriad exposure they received, a number of students have walked off with some very significant awards. Maina Lasilondwa was awarded an eight-week internship at the New York Film Academy. Jonathan Kapumba received a three-week Bollywood internship in India, sponsored by Nihilent Limited. Nikita Mokhware walked away with three-week internship on an Africa Magic series in Nigeria. Joshua Kafumkache, an avid Pro Tools license from Jasco Broadcast Solutions. Nobe Mapfoche and Emmanuel Mwape received placements on Supersport Productions. And Emmanuel Gonsalves received an infinite avid media composer license from Jasco Broadcast Solutions. MTF program is uh... I can say that it's an amazing program because it's the platform that allows you to tell your story, to express what you feel, to express ideas, to, through lenses, show the world how, how we act, how we feel, how we live. Next time you hear a child tell a story, don't roll your eyes or rush to move on to your next adult chore. Take a moment to stop and listen. Go with them on the joyride of their wild imagination. The child who's telling a story in your living room today might just be giving you a glimpse into where he or she's headed in future. And even if you don't live long enough to experience the ending, the story right now is equally fascinating. I often have conversations with other people about what it really means to change the narrative. And I think one of the biggest things is I feel like we felt that we needed to make films that prove ourselves to the world. But I think the biggest thing is we need to sell ourselves to ourselves and um, make content that shows us in a different light and, and makes us believe that we can do amazing things. And I think that starts from understanding what our identity is and appreciating and loving our identity. So I think it's a, a huge challenge for filmmakers to be able to tell stories that speak to our identity as Africans. And um, I'm looking forward to being a part of that big time. Thank you for listening to this episode of the African Storyteller Podcast. To listen to more episodes, check us out on IONO FM, iTunes, Spotify, and MultiChoiceTalentFactory.com. This episode is sponsored by MultiChoice. Africa's leading entertainment company, enriching lives.